This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 39, Every Cloud Has a Silver Lining. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 39 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. And if you're wondering why I'm not sounding as enthusiastic as I normally do, it's because we're not starting the show off as we normally do. I'm joined by everybody, Brasia, Jen, and Lantonio. And before we do start the show proper, I did want to, um, I, I want to have a discussion about what happened yesterday, which obviously that would mean that today is Wednesday, May 8th. And yesterday, we had Patch 108 drop. Well, along with that, there were, um, well, we, we can basically say that there was a gold dupe exploit that got exploited by a pretty, some pretty prominent people in the uh, Diablo streaming community. And uh, it caused a whole bunch of problems. And if you're wondering why the auction house was pulled down yesterday, that's why. Because uh, basically, um, they, they were able to do billions upon billions and in some cases trillions of gold and then just start buying items left and right like crazy so yeah lantonio what <laughs> you we we, were, we recorded yesterday well we sort of recorded we were recording what <laughs> what was going to be you know just a fun um you know 108 dead and waiting night and it turned into something else <laughs> it turned into a passionate passionate discussion yeah <laughs> that uh, maybe someday can be maybe YouTubed or something. But other than that, I don't think it'll be a dead waiting episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we do release that recording in whatever form it takes, um, it won't be through our regular avenues because, uh, yeah, l- let's just say there was some some very heated discussion. Well, maybe not heated discussions, but, yeah, emotions were running hot. Passionate. Yeah, it was passionate. Very passionate. And we, we <laughs> even had Brasia come in there. Rawr. That's what I said last yesterday. Yeah, it it was bad news. So okay. <sighs> so, from what 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 we know right now, is that pretty much everybody who exploited the gold dupe was banned. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that they were permanently banned, because that's pending investigation into each and every single case of this dupe exploit. Some of those who may have accidentally come across it may not face you know long-term permanent bans especially if they didn't do it egregiously such as uh you know somebody who who might be a fan of princess bride movie um <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't... and you don't mean me yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah 
yeah, needless to say, there there was some flaunting going on yesterday on on Twitch, and I, I'm fairly certain that those who were flaunting the exploit and or just you know egregiously taking advantage of it will face permanent bans. Sadly, some of the damage has been done, and it's in some cases you're. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it irrevocable? Irreversible? Irrepentable? Irre irreversible. Yeah. <laughs> so, the damage has been done, and, I mean, needless to say, the economy on the softcore side is pretty much not not great right now, so what happened yesterday definitely did not help, at, at, le at least in the short term. Yesterday was doomsday. But at least they didn't, like, from what I was reading, one potential way to fix it would be to roll back the servers and they decided against doing that yes so if you played if you had no idea this was going on and you were playing after the patch dropped you're not going to lose whatever experience you know you went through from that so there's yeah. that at least you know just a quick correction too um i know Nevik, you said that everyone who's doing it has been banned i'm i'm guessing it's more at least in the process of possibly getting banned if you did it because i know I, I personally know people that aren't banned yet that did do the accounts oh, or okay. did do the dupes. So uh, hopefully, you know, in due time, everyone who did it, you know, rigorously will get a ban. Yeah. But, you know, I was hoping they would kind of choose to do a rollback in a way. But I guess I kind of like that they didn't because then, you know, our progression doesn't get um, halted. But another thing, you know, I was hoping maybe this would invoke the... Sorry, I can't spit it out, the, uh, the yeah. latter season. And yeah, th that's pretty much the <laughs> yeah. silver lining on all of this, is I'm pretty sure after this went down, and um, I, I, I'm still a little... there. There's some speculation that possibly this gold dupe exploit was, uh, was known during the PTR process. Whether or not that's true, um, we, we don't know. Uh, we, we do realized or at least some people realized that um with the patch there would be an inflation in price not exactly sure how that was figured out but um it kind of all stemmed from gem prices just skyrocketing you know like just absorbently you know it was just it was insane you're seeing just regular star rubies going for you know millions of gold and you're like wait yeah, I, th I think at one point the flawless square gems, the ones that everybody pick up and probably have hundreds of them in their stash if you save them to up them, were 100,000 apiece before they shut down. So that alone yeah. was just insane, like selling all that gold. Between all of that, I, I think this is a big wake-up call, and I I'm sure that we, we know that Jay Wilson was definitely entertaining the thought of doing ladder seasons um, before he, you know has been in flux and you know transitioning the power of of the director of Diablo 3 to somebody who still hasn't been announced probably hasn't been vetted yet or whatever but um i i think what happened yesterday just greenlit the latter season per, uh you know development on it <laughs> they realized you know what we're going to have to do this now <laughs> there's absolutely no way that we cannot do latter seasons because even without this proliferation of gold that happened yesterday and i say proliferation because i'm sure some of the gold that was generated yesterday 
may slip through the cracks. And some people who were just posting, you know, or kind of got word of what was going on, just started posting, you know, really, really not great legendaries for 2 billion gold buyouts. And some of these people who were doing the gold exploit were like, just, you know, like a kid in a candy store. They're like, like, oh my god, I, 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 I gotta buy a Death Watch mantle for 2 billion gold. What's this? Nothing for 2 billion? Aw, oh, it's not good enough. And, you know, it was, it was ridiculous what was going on yesterday. So, I, I'm sure some people were doing it because, uh, like, they were posting up items, you know, for well, well over what they're worth. And, um, in hopes that they would get the billions of gold and then hope that they were discreet enough about it that they won't get that gold rolled back or whatever which uh we we, we still don't know how all of that's going to transpire because there there hasn't really been an update other than the fact that they're in the process of conducting audits on all the on all the auctions that happened yesterday and that's going to be time consuming so it's going to be a while before we hear any results from this. Can't imagine how long it's going to be before we can even use the auction house again. <laughs> According to the most recent post by Lylira at 4:15 um, p.m., they're they're targeting 10 a.m. tomorrow, which by the time people are hearing this, the auction house should be back up. And they did they chose 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. as that point where they would put it up so that all the auctions that were up on the auction house will expire before they bring the auction house back up. Unfortunately, like I said, some of the damage is still done, and we, we don't know how they're going to fix it all. That's just the thing. They're not going to fix it all. There's not Unless they do a ladder reset of some sort of... You know, but like you were saying, even if this didn't happen, though, Softcore was kind of on a downhill spiral anyway. So without a ladder season, I mean, imagine an, uh, one year how bad the economy is. If another another year the the price of gold, if you just inflated how it's going, you'd have whites at two billion gold apiece because everything else is going to have to be traded or done on a third party site because it's yeah. it's not worth it. I mean, the only thing gold is good for is going to be just like in D two, you know, instead of uh, being gambling, it's going to be used for crafting and make or crafting, I guess, crafting and repairing, which repairing is nothing. So yeah, crafting. Yeah, what else is it going to be good for? So, what, what, whether or not they fix fix everything, which I doubt that they will. So, you know, there there will be, you know, there will be inflation and de in deflation in terms of well devaluing of gold. Sadly, to debunk some some of the rumors out there that oh Blizzard did this on purpose because they wanted everybody to have you know billions of gold. It's like well if everybody has over you know, has billions of gold, then gold is worth nothing if everybody has it. And then that brings up the other problem, which I hope that they sincerely consider that um, just the fact that you have a 2 billion max buyout option, and but you can have well over 2 billion gold, that creates the problem where those that have over 2 billion gold can buy auctions that are put up for 2 billion gold and then sell that on third-party sites for well over 2 billion gold and then, you know, turn around and, you know, keep churning, you know, finding items that are mm -hmm. that are well below their worth and buy them and then sell them on third-party sites and, you know, just, it basically creates an impossibility for anybody who doesn't have, you know, the means to compete in the auction house market. So, 
what I hope that Blizzard considers, and they've done this in WoW, and it's been a it's been a godsend because it although stuff has inflated, you know, Brazhev, right? Yeah. We've seen prices inflate in WoW, with uh, gold becoming more and more available to everybody. You don't see everything at the max buyout. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because there's a go- there's a ceiling as to how much gold you can acquire in WoW. And I, for the life of me, I cannot, I I cannot figure out why they did not do carry that over into Diablo three and say, you know what, the max buyout is two billion gold, and the max gold that you can ever have is two billion. You know that that would solve a lot of problems, in my opinion. Yeah, that could do a lot, but hmm. I was just thinking about something, and it didn't really make sense before I spit it out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was yeah. I was thinking about the gold having an issue. Like I was, it didn't seem like it would work in my head at first, but then I was kind of agreeing with it. You know, I mean, it still wouldn't fix the problem of items being sold on third-party sites for more than two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. But it would at least limit. You would see people not buying items for 2 billion gold or less and then selling them for well over 2 billion gold elsewhere and then you know just inflating their coffers and just you know becoming this big you know um what not a mogul but may, maybe mogul is a proper proper word for it but needless to say this this is going to spur a lot of discussion <laughs> i'm sure it, at, at all of the development meetings that they have from now on (laughs) as to how they're going to address this big problem so that's a good thing because we we definitely we we want to see the auction house be a functional thing and not become worthless because i like the auction house despite despite the fact that it's a double-edged sword and can you know cut the enjoyment of fighting finding items on your own uh, you know, it's still very useful. You know, when when you're leveling up, you know that new alt, and you're like, oh man, I just wish I could buy some stuff and you know just power through this. You know, d- if if you don't have a friend to power level you, per se. <laughs> so, but anyways, starting already. Yeah. So, <laughs> with, with with all that being said, let's move into how we normally start the show. Aww. So, Brasia, how are you tonight? Good. I was going to say some other stuff, too. But, hey, if you want to start the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I, I didn't just, mean to cut you off. I know I haven't said very much. And even last night, listening to everybody, I haven't said anything. There's four things that kind of popped in my head about this whole issue. First of all, if you want to figure out what Blizzard's going to do with people who dupe, just look in WoW. Because they deal with duping. And they've been dealing with it for a while where people are duping either mounts or gems or other items in game and they deal with it on an individual basis. Personally, I think it's better to go through a due process of let's figure out who did it, pull the logs. You know, you're going to find people, even if we saw on YouTube streams or whatever yesterday, people just completely exploiting it. Yeah, they're the easy ones to find. How about the ones that don't show up anywhere? You know, what are we going to find there? And I think that that was a smarter decision to deal with that than to deal with the million of, peop- of people who did not do it at all and just roll everything back. Because then you would have had a million people pissed off because of the fact that they didn't do anything. And whatever these number of people 
that Blizzard themselves even said, we can deal with this on an individual basis. Yeah, we're going to be busy having to deal with all these people that did it, but that's a lot easier to deal with that number than to deal with the whole million of people who have been angry for a rollback. Yeah, right. Second thing is the gold. I'm sorry, but before we even started playing Diablo 3, watching the PTR going, uh, going into we started Diablo 3, I listened to a few things from Flux and Diablo Wing Gamers and the, the guy that they had come on talk about the economy. I don't think gold ever had value. In this game, gold right, never had Right, it was going to go value. bad right from the start. Exactly. All this did was exacerbate that. It just took the numbers that were in the hundreds of millions and made them into the trillions. All it did was move mm-hmm. the decimal out a little. And, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's wrong. And people got to understand, there is a thing called right and wrong. You need to understand it. Just because you have yourself a little fame does not mean you should know any, you know, do something you shouldn't do. You know it's wrong. Don't do it. That's all. But gold itself, not going to have any difference. I mean, the duping has, yes, wow economy, you're right. It does have limits on it, which Diablo does not. And that's probably the big factor that's going to change things. Because they've dealt with the duping, and the duping's done. Like, with regards to the um, gem market and wow. And markets on all these servers have bounced back. And it really hasn't been a big noticeable difference over time. Because this duping happened happened over a year about a year ago, but in Diablo you're right it may not be the same because of the fact that we're talking, you know it's not like server by server we're talking an entire region where they have this is going to happen. But it's a virtual economy it will bounce back over time, it will correct itself, and not everybody's going to be a player right away but eventually something will be done where it can be everybody can be again because people aren't going to be able to keep selling things at two billion gold. Right. You know, yes, you might. You're gonna have those people, but hopefully, Blizzard's catching the people who did do it, so that they can't even still continue to exploit that. You know, you have to trust that they're doing the right thing on Blizzard's side. If they don't, that's their their own doing. That's their own fault. But you have to trust that they're trying to do it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been trying to do this for the last two days. The third thing, I'm looking at the black market auction house and wow. And that has like a gold, a gold ceiling on it. You know, you can only bid up to, I think it was like a million gold because that's all your characters have. Well, I think if you want to really kind of work on this and Diablo, you got to bring that ceiling down. Shouldn't you know? Don't make it two billion. I, I mean, I don't care what you, what they think. If anybody can go ahead, look, I have enough gold and wild to buy whatever the hell I want. But I don't because that's not what I care about doing. I'm not I'm not one of those people that goes in and screws an economy. I go in and say, okay, this is what I need, this is what I need to do, and this is what I'm trying to serve. And that's how I run an economy for myself. I know not everybody does that. And then the last thing is this auction house, this real money auction house, especially in Diablo, is an experiment. You know, people really are taking this uh, way too serious for a game even the people who designed the game because you know I kind of agree with Jay Wilson in retrospect that it probably is the thing that hurt the game the most mm-hmm. you guys remember when we first talked about it I said okay yeah I'm interested in the economy I want to talk about that I want to get into you know, how we're going to do things with the auction house and help people make gold and I haven't done anything with it because I really don't like it 
But we kind of all saw the mass flipping coming into play anyway, and you'd think that they would have kind of figured it out right from the start that it was going to be horrible. I mean, even on the beta, I remember we talked about some guy in the beta had like 50 beta bucks and turned them into like a million beta bucks. Mm-hmm. Or were like millions that were just kept flipping. So they knew that flipping was going to be an issue without even having to play the game, which nobody cared because everybody wanted it right after that. But once the economy goes down into the... You know, the poor a little bit, then everybody cares because everybody wants the good and the now, like, right, or the good right away. They don't want to wait for it. Like you said, eventually, yeah, everything will be fixed and everyone will be happy. But, you know, it's just like, I keep saying, you know, just like D2, everyone complained at the start. It wasn't that great to begin with, and it got better over time. Just people need to have some patience, too, you know. And I don't think, I think our the biggest problem with this whole gold duping is the fact that it deals with real money as well. It was a real money auction house. If we didn't have that at all, and people weren't taking the gold and flipping it in either on you know, through um, Blizzard Bucks or doing it through a third-party site, we wouldn't be talking about this. It would just be like another economy like Eve Online, which just has you know millions of whatever. And everybody's working with spreadsheets. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but when we're adding in somebody's real intrinsic value of what a dollar is versus what a billion gold is, and wow, I'm sorry, and um, Diablo, Diablo, then yeah. we're, you know, that adds another dimension. It makes it very difficult to have to deal with it. And so I think, you know, all, over time, I'm going to say, I'm hoping Blizzard's going to do all the right things, you know, but they are a corporation. They are going to look at it and have to deal with it. Not in the same way that you and I would deal with it. Like we would look at it and say, like, okay, let's say somebody duped and sold us a duped item. You know, obviously we're going to be, you know, be angry if they take the gold away or something of that sort. And that individually hurt, but then there's not that same liability that a company is going to have to observe, absorb with this kind of an action. This is bigger than just the players being angry about gold being duped. And I think the Blizzard's going to have a, themselves a battle in front of them. Uh, they're going to have to deal with it because this is an experiment that they wanted to make work. And I don't know if there's enough people out there that will give it time to work because I think this goes beyond just the money to gold duping this goes into people you know just the fact that people were sitting there okay I you know it's one thing if I dupe so much gold and I'm like hey look at all the gold I have but then to go in and purposely destroy the economy by Mm -hmm. buying up things like crazy that nobody would normally buy jacking up the prices on everything that's that's really where it's a problem I mean, that goes beyond just, you know, hey, I found an exploit. It's like, hey, I found an exploit, let me destroy the game because I'm so angry that this game is not as good as I think it should be. And that's where I'm having a problem with people right now. And that's why when anybody does that, if I, I, I really can't wait to hear someone cry about getting banned over that because they deserve exactly what they get. I, mean, I, I wish they could ban, do something worse to people like that because, unfortunately... Everyone's so narcissistic in the world today and nobody cares about anything but themselves, so they love to do that and most people can't avoid temptation of doing that even if they're not a bad person. So they keep going, 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 but they don't realize that, you know, you got a trillion gold. I never understand, like, cheat codes in games or anything because once you get there, what, what do you have to strive for? What is your sense of accomplishment? You know, when you do beat something on your own, it's like... 
even for instance Nevik playing the solo self of self found wizard I mean every, a lot of people say why do you do that what's your patience well he's probably gonna get a ton more enjoyment out of doing that in a sense of accomplishment than we are by not doing it so or just frustration yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right but you know once you beat it though let's say you, you go beat inferno uh, all by yourself you know and have any help and this this would probably feel pretty good and, yeah and i would give you cred for it so even getting it to inferno is cred so getting but, there i don't know most people just i guess don't care about it they just to them cheating is the same as winning but i don't know when i use even if i use a cheat code on a game <laughs> these are probably the people that are cheating in real life and other things too you know, yeah. it's yeah, not. Exactly. I don't think. I don't think most of the people that intentionally went in and exploited this in a way that they had to know would harm the game and therefore harm other players. I don't think these people are like ideal and innocent and virtuous in everything in their lives, just to come right. up with that and then go ahead and do it. You know, I think. I think they're probably doing something nefarious. You know, outside of the game as well. You know. It's yeah. a certain when kind you of see personality. <laughs> right. You see people yeah. doing it on, like that was saying, for instance, Twitch TV, certain streamers like laughing about it and bragging about it too. And then, oh, I'm so sorry when I get caught. No, you're not. You're, if you wouldn't have got caught, you'd be bragging about it still. You're sad that you got banned. It's like it's like a, a child getting in trouble. They're not mm -hmm. sorry that you busted them. They're, or they're not sorry that they did it. They're sorry that you busted them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> you, hear, <laughs> you hear this all the time with like politicians. <laughs> right. You know, they do something really egregious, or they you know say something completely inane and offensive, and then someone calls them out on it, and they kind of go, "Oh yeah, 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 whatever." And then a bunch of people call them out on it, and then they say, "Oh, I'm sorry," and we all know they're sorry they got caught. They're not sorry that the thing they did was wrong, you know? I mean, I think right. there's a lot of people in this world like that, as you have been saying, and I think that many of the people who, like, you know, thought it was really cool to just blow up the economy in the game for the heck of it um, probably are of that type of person or personality, you know, outside. Or they just like to see the world burn. <laughs> yeah, Same thing. Too. Same thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. A few <laughs> Same of them are jokers, but uh, what, what I wonder is how many people that are, like, and, you know, just to bring up a really sad fact, I mean, there were literally people begging for free gold on the forums mm -hmm. for people that were from, I mean, why oh, would geez. you even want it? No. I mean, do you, like, I just want to say anyone who is begging on the forums, you, you have to realize that the gold you're begging for is worthless. You're asking for a million dollars from someone when a gallon of milk is going to cost two million. So it's nothing. It's like the depression or whatever when people burn bad buckets of money to stay warm because it means nothing when everybody has billions mm -hmm. so why are you so excited to have a trillion gold and ruin it because then you're going to make your trillion gold be as good as having 10,000 gold you know it, yeah like, it's... they don't see that concept <laughs> you know what i mean well they might now so, some of them you yeah know? they might well, yeah, live that maybe. concept a little bit and see it but yeah especially when they go know. log in and says you have been banned yeah that might <laughs> give them a clue you know i mean i think some of them will probably learn from the experience and i think some of them will just learn how to be a better criminal next time you know just like in the real world i mean that's how things yep. kind of go but i gotta wonder after all of this considering what y'all have been saying about how it isn't just gold it does relate to the real money auction house i gotta wonder you know how long are we gonna have a real money auction house because you know I've just been thinking about this it's one thing to have the gold in the game be worthless or to have the economy in the game be just ridiculous it's another when it starts you know adding into real world money outside of the game 
you know? Yeah. And I've always felt that it was kind of a gamble to add real money to a game in the way that Blizzard has because, well, I guess gamble's the right word. I mean, there's a fine line between gambling and, you know, this sort of thing. Like, legally. <laughs> you know? Well, the full point of why it was supposedly there combating third-party programs, it obviously doesn't combat them at all. There's just as many as there ever were. Um, and then now you just have people that are able to sit and not even play your game and flip money. So, so man, yeah. Just, if the just point toss was... It. Who cares, yeah, exactly. really? It didn't do point, what it was meant for. Then yep. toss it. You know, exactly. They, if that was the point and it's obviously not doing it, then what are you doing? You know, and why run that risk as a company? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. obviously they know that this isn't worth it because they're not putting auction houses on the console versions. Hmm, wonder why, you know? Well, like, there, there's other reasons for that, but yeah. I, and it was also way. an experiment into how to monetize a game that is going to have... You know, it doesn't have a monthly subscription, mm -hmm. no. and it doesn't you know, have cute little pets or mounts or you know <laughs> stuff like right. that. They, they haven't uh -huh. done they haven't done macro transactions as I would call them from WoW because <laughs> yep. they're not exactly micro. But mm, um, yeah, but it was a means as to try to you know fund the development on its own mm -hmm. between expansions, you know, and to also have a vehicle to monetize the game well after, you know, they're, they're done developing, you know, expansions for the game. So I think they're going to have to get that through the other through the other games. You know, if you need to have a subscription to play WoW and to play StarCraft, I think you do for StarCraft? I've never played. but No. Um, no. no? Okay, so then they're going to have to hope that enough people are playing Diablo 3 and WoW. You know? I don't know if anybody thinks about this for monetizing, but I almost wish instead of, like, you're trying to use a real money auction house for that, they could just, like, have specialty set items or something that you could buy. Maybe that didn't make you OP or anything like that, but just makes you do cool, sh cool stuff. <laughs> like the wings, like the wings that came from the collector's edition. Exactly. You know, it doesn't exactly. make you a better fighter. It doesn't change your stats. It just looks really cool. Maybe you can buy because yeah, people do love customization. Maybe you can buy something that makes your, um, you know, your. They're talking about legendary colors, for instance. Yeah, they, okay, that'll be free. But maybe that could have been. Their idea. People literally, people spend a buck to get their legendary new color. They will. So they oh, yeah, they will. Like that, of course, you know. Like, I don't want a pink manticore, so I'd spend a dollar to get that blue or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> you know? And then you don't <laughs> have to look for someone who wants it. one that's, you know, then you don't have to waste your time looking for someone who does want one that's pink to, like, buy it from you, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm still of the mindset that I think that the real money auction house could work, but they would have to lift the ceiling on the transactions mm -hmm. to probably just to not having a ceiling, because that's pretty much the only way that you can guarantee that nobody's going to go to those third party. Well, you can't guarantee it, though. Right. Yep. You that's can't guarantee thing. it. But at the very least, you know, it you won't be limiting the potential income <laughs> of of the people trying to sell stuff on the on the real money auction house. Now, there there could be other legal reasons why they had to put a ceiling on there, mm -hmm. and um, who knows? There might I be. I mean, if, if they've because got because the Battle.net balance could only be two fifty, and that's just how Battle.net was, and that's why they did two fifty. I thought. But the the balance on the Battle.net might have to be at a certain limit so that they're not functioning like a bank or something like yeah. that. Because right, then you yeah, have exactly. to get FDIC clearance and, and yeah. all this other stuff, and it becomes a huge, complex thing. And that's probably why. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably exactly why the limit is set at 250. Yeah. What else do I wish they could somehow make the value of gold back? I don't know if you, do you guys think like if let's say they did a, a ladder season, this was their opportunity to do something with gold. Like just having the rareness of gold dropping, couldn't that help make it better instead of finding 3,000 gold every three seconds? Maybe you know at the hardest difficulties you're finding four to five gold at a time or make gold almost like rares drops so less often so that gold's worth more mm. you know? yeah but it's got to balance enough though so that your your repair bill is not something that you're constantly that's what repairs were supposed to be trouble. originally mm. you know repairs originally supposed to be what kept the gold prices down or value down because you know, and that's why they raised it. Of course, everyone winds their little heads off about having to pay too much for uh, repairs and that they have no gold, yet people are... Uh, you know, even when the repair costs were really bad, I never spent over, like, 25 k on a repair. So I don't know why it was so bad. I mean, most people have, by the time they're in Inferno, have over a million gold, so I don't know, you know? I, I think the reason why is because, you know, we're, we're not exactly the atypical average gamer Right. I mean, I'm sure there are millions of players out there who, you know, don't even have a million gold, may not even have a right. hundred thousand gold. Mm-hmm. And then if all of a sudden you jack up repair costs, you know, it's not going to punish or even really put even a slight dent in the richest of those players out there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's only going to punish the low end of the spectrum. Right. And I agree. And the problem is right now, if you are on that low end, it, it's extremely hard to claw your way up. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't even feel like I'm on the low end and I have a hard time building gold back, you know, especially when you can't I mean when everything's either worth nothing or everything, you know. Yeah, so you get you can't find the best gear all the time and you rarely ever find a two billion you know, gold item, so Yeah. If ever. Yeah, so needless to say, I, I think after a healthy over 30-minute discussion on this, <laughs> I, think, I think let's move into our regular show. But um, Definitely. Yeah, so Brasia, other than what transpired yesterday, how, how are you? I am doing great. I am actually, I'm still enjoying the game a lot, and actually a lot more. Um, I've got my wizard now up to level 60. Yay. Oh my goodness! I wish I had a kazoo right now because that is a shattered soul stone success story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is a just, story. just to borrow the whole Wow Insider success story. But yeah, anyways. and she's wicked cool. That's what I like to call her. Because um, uh, let's see, it was like somewhere in the mid to late fifties. I just went on the forum, started looking at builds, and I'm like, I was using the electric cue and the blizzard, and I'm like, eh, it's okay, but I'm not like. I was running into um, problems with Belial. I just couldn't kill him fast enough before he killed me. On mm-hmm. um, what was it, uh, hell level or difficulty? So I found something where basically it's just all, all ice and cold, and I love that anyway. Because Diablo 2, everything I got, I made sure I got something like you, the Boazon was shooting ice arrows and things like that, just so that I could slow everything down. So I found um, my main attack is the Ray of Frost with cold blood basically it, it reduces the casting cost of it and it's almost like a free cast uh, and so I'm just in there shooting my laser at everything and then I've got Hydra, Frost Hydra and then I'm using um, Meteor but have it as a Comet 
so it basically freezes everything in a certain area. And then, of course, mm -hmm. diamond skin to pr protect my butt because really, something touches me and I die. So you know, that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm using like uh, blood magic for magic weapon and then power of the storm for storm armor. So like, my uh, arcane power is always at maximum. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm having fun with that. So now that got me up to 60 pretty quickly because I, I just after like running into Belial five or six times, dying. Did this one in first shot, good gutter, no problem. So I was having fun with it. It's great to be doing this, you know, a bit more again and just enjoying it. And you know, I've just not, like I said before, not gotten involved with the economy at all. So all everything I'm using are things that either I picked up with my witch doctor, or I, you know, I had a couple of people give me a couple of nice items, but really they're high level, so it didn't help for leveling. Or um, you know, just uh, running around picking up things, and yeah, not the best items, probably not like the most DPS or protection, but it was enough to get me to 60, so I'm happy with that. I'm I'm very 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 proud of you well, for thank getting you. your wizard to 60, and um, yeah. <laughs> what what's what's next for you? <laughs> More wizard. Oh no, I, I was trying to figure out. Maybe somebody <laughs> can write in and let me know. I've got my monk. I've got my Barbarian and I don't even know Demon Hunter. So which yeah. one of those three next? I don't know. They're all in their forties right now. My my vote is still the wizard. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but he already did that. <laughs> no, I, I I'm pretty sure it's gonna go witch doctor before I come back to the wizard. Oh well that's fine. <laughs> so, so Jen, what have you been up to in game? Um not a lot. I picked up a gig this week unexpectedly, and it's been taking a lot of time. Um, but it's fun, and that's really all I can say about it. But uh, Sean and I have had time to play together because I know we've been talking about how you know the game's been out almost a year, and yet the characters we rolled on launch night are not through normal yet. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're trying to get there, and we've been playing a couple of times, and I think um, I think my demon hunters at level thirty. One, I think, maybe 32, and Sean's Barbarian is pretty close to that, if not at that as well. And we just hit Act 4 fairly recently of Normal. And, so you're, you're um, so close. I know, we're like right there, so we just gotta like get this to work out, and um, we'll get there. I believe there's a very good chance that we'll get through Normal before... May 15th, that's kind of the plan and I don't know if Sean's going to keep playing after that, but obviously I am you know, yeah. um, so we'll just have to see, and like the last time we played we had all these people jump in and help us and to be quite honest, I've had a really horrible allergy week so I was on a lot of stuff, so I can't remember who all was there, <laughs> but my god everyone was so helpful, I mean we had people helping us through different sections of the game, we had people giving us presents and gold and just it was just amazing. I'm just really grateful for all the help we got with that part. Um, and I wish I could remember who it was, but, uh, you know, I had to take a lot of allergy drugs this week, and there's really no choice. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I mean, there's no choice. You know, it's like I can either breathe or think. That's kind of how it goes sometimes. Um, but outside of that, we, Sean and I decided that we really want to see Iron Man 3. So we decided to go ahead and rent all of the other Marvel movies beforehand, and we've been watching all of them in the last week. Oh, wow. Like, in, in order of storyline, which I said I wanted to do at some point, so I finally did, and uh, that's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun. 
Did, did you get up to the Avengers? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All the way through the Avengers. We watched them um, in order of story, not in order of when the movie was released. So mm -hmm. we've seen them all now. We've seen Iron Man 1 and 2. We saw the Hulk. We saw Thor. We saw the Avengers. What am I missing? There's another one in there. Um, Captain America. Captain America. We saw Captain America. Yeah, we did this uh, chronology of storyline as best we can. And we even went online and found a couple of the little shorts in between. You know, the little um, Marvel something. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, we went and caught those too. So we're ready to go see Iron Man 3 now. <laughs> so we've been, doing, we've been doing that instead of playing D3, I guess, in some cases, but it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Well, I, here, here's an idea. If you and Sean don't get to uh, get through normal by May 15th, we are going to be doing an anniversary event on May 15th, starting at about 6 p.m. Pacific. So maybe you and Sean can hop on Mumble, and we can hear you two get through normal. That would be cool. Yeah, we'll have to do that. If we don't, if we don't get there before then, it's definitely something to try. Yeah, and for full details, there is a post on our show blog at ChatteredSoulStone.com, and I do believe Lyra retweeted it, and she may be posting something to the forums maybe this weekend or something. So uh, I may have to increase the mumble capacity, sir, server size again. We will see. <laughs> But, um, Wait, we hit 15 last night, or I don't know what the what is our capacity right it's now. It's at 15 right now. That was awesome. Oh yeah, we were at max last night. <laughs> yeah, but um, what what I am hoping to do is we're gonna do a fun little um, hardcore challenge since we have the blessing of Dave D and Force Adams to you know more or less call it you know hardcore challenges. But uh, we we are gonna do a naked run where all you can equip in is uh, a weapon, and that's it. So, and it has to be self-found. You cannot go to the auction house or anything. You can trade, you know, with uh, anybody in your game. But that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna see how far we can go on MP10, normal, hardcore. With oh man, it's gonna be a bloodbath, but it should be fun. Yeah, in our I birthday suits. May have or may have not tried a little bit of that already. Oh, oh. you're cheating. <laughs> Somebody jump in the gun. I don't think it's going to take very long if that's any uh, instance to anybody. Well, <laughs> well, that's good. Maybe we'll do multiple runs. That that way... Well, what are we going to win? Whoever gets less the longest, what are we going to get? Uh, give away? I don't know. We'll figure something out, I, I suppose. I think Navik said he was going to give like a million hardcore gold away. I don't even have a million hardcore gold. You better farm, farm, farm. <laughs> <laughs> farm away, boy. Oh, boy. I got my work cut out for me. So, Lantonio, what have you been up to in-game? Well, in-game, I've been up to what seems like a lot, but not a lot, because I haven't played a ton of Diablo lately, but I've kind of figured out a way to uh, make use of the time when I was playing, because real quick, I did come home to a 51-inch 3D TV destroyed after being um, at my folks's for a week working for my dad and for my aunt. So it was kind of hectic around the house. And, you know, that's a whole lot of yelling, screaming, fighting, being mad, being upset, whatever. I'm sure there are some very passionate words being, being said. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, it was very passionate. Uh, needless to say, you know, you got a couple of grounded for life uh, children in the house. But Hey, wasn't that a television show? <laughs> well, 
I could probably make a TV show with the things that happen in this house. But anyway, in game, uh, I've been playing a lot of hardcore like always, and uh, got the barb, the new barb that I hit level 60 last show, doing a bunch of runs. He's going pretty strong. Actually, I've been doing mostly MP1 runs now, and I've been doing that a lot with Nine Pet and. We've been basically doing key runs, but, you know, try to farm along the side. And up until tonight, I haven't really found any good legendaries. And I'm not sure what I found tonight is very good or not. But I remember um, we used to use that, um, I think it's pronounced... Um, the Triumvirate? Triumvirate. Triumvirate, Triumvirate, yeah. Yeah, I got one of them with, like, at least, I think it's 100 to 290 average damage. And then all the other stuff. But it is does have intelligence and crit damage, but... An open socket, I don't know if that matters, and it has crit chance, or, yeah, not crit damage, crit chance on it, I believe, but it's, that was pretty cool, a little drop why I was going for the plans, because now I do have at least one of every key in Hardcore, because we're trying to get Infernal Machines to the next goal, hopefully maybe start going for Hellfire Rings in Hardcore, which is going to be a big step, but I have been venturing into as far as MP3 without dying, without really having any scares um mp3 has been the most exhilarating with you know having to watch what's on each pack i mean as long as you don't get you know for the most part arcane packs it kind of kind of run and hide when i see those if possible but you know I, I use a ren build where i you know you can hit and run away and hit and run away but having nine pad and people like scanline in there with me torok we're all kind of destroying all at once but uh, I had started a monk and I got to level 9 and because we recorded late I actually ended up getting to play some more but I have a total of 8 hours in at least that's what the game says but I think actual play time I got about uh, 6 hours and I'm already to level 60 in hardcore with my monk oh now my goodness. and pretty excited about that it actually goes really fast I, I was kind of scared when I first started thinking I was probably just going to die like 20 times before I actually would be able to advance but um, started my own guy, got to level 15 on my own so you can have open sockets, loaded up with vid gems, I think I had 5,000 life um, by level 15, so normal wasn't hurting me, um, Nipad and I ended up going into MP10 Act 3 and Scanline was, uh, running us for experience, did that to 25, went to Nightmare, I think by Nightmare we are at, with the gear that we upgraded to at the auction house, had... I mean, this was within a half hour. And then we had, um, I think, 30,000 life. Or I did, anyway. At this point, 9-pad was running me because Scanline had to go. But I got to level 50 in, I think it was three or four hours. Oh, my goodness. At, on the other night. And, yeah, I mean, it was like nothing. For the most part, all we do is run the keep steps. And because at the keep steps, it's really good to run there because nobody really comes up from behind you. Every now and then you gotta watch out for the guys falling from the ceiling, but it's it's really not too bad. Um, having a witch doctor run you is pretty much the best way to go, unless you got like a really really good source because the AOE is awesome with the witch doctor having the dogs to protect you in case you get one hit, you know, and stuff like that. Let's see, what else did we do? Oh yeah, so I hit 50, and it was like really late, so I got off. And then today, uh, my friend Smitty rolled me in. MP10 health to get to level 60 on, at Whimsyshire. And Whimsyshire was a little bit more spooky, a little bit more dangerous, but fortunately he actually had some gear to let me use while I was getting a 60, a 
uh, Leoric Signet. Um, I also had my cane set, so I had all that on. And then he had like a really, really nice, like level 13 level requirement reduction belt that he let me use. I had some boots with res and stuff, so I was able to stay alive and do okay. And, man, the monk is so easy to level with all those uh, defensive maneuvers, you know, um, Serenity. Blinding flash, mm -hmm. the healing beam. All I mean, for the most part, it's the cakeest guy to not get one hit because you can hit so much stuff, and the cooldowns really aren't that bad. And the only thing hard is keeping spirit up. But I just use chance of renaissance, which keeps spirit keep coming back, so I didn't have to kill guys to get spirit. So I mean, it was pretty fast. A total, I said my my game time says eight hours, but I know the other night I actually had the game on a bunch of times while I wasn't playing, so figured I added up some time with that and then I did you know from 1 to 15 by myself was probably the longest time but I mean I've never leveled so fast it was great um, the only reason I even made this monk I'm gonna make a tempest rush for doing lyric student runs and I think I'm gonna get some luck because this is the first uh, low-level guy or guy from start that I have found like six legendaries while leveling Wow and I never find yeah you know with no with no magic find pretty much except for what's maybe like two three here or there um, but the, the whole way up, I found, like, an Argyle's piece. I found a monk helm. I found a belt. I found some bracers. I was just, I mean, legendaries were, I mean, none of them were exciting. But I was getting them dropping like crazy for the most part. And then I also having pretty good rolls on uh, monk stuff. And uh, when I was in hell, I was getting good rolls with Smitty. And... I'm hoping that that's a sign of things to come. That maybe I'm gonna like start Tempest rushing normal and start just zapping Leor Signets or Minaldrings. That'd be that'd be amazing. Let's see. I was excited about 1.8 until yesterday. <laughs> that's what I. You know, it's still pretty exciting because for the most part, seeing as though I play pretty much dedicated into hardcore, I don't have too much of an issue with anything really going on other than I'm not able to use the auction house right now. But luckily, I really don't have to. The only thing that I actually did play a little bit of softcore, uh, I did switch out all my gear over to my wizard to do some, check out some CM builds doing a uh, uber run for fun. And it was kind of fun. I haven't played my wizard in a long time. And then I also did some of the Cryptic Ancients runs with Saintly Demon, uh, hometown hero now, but uh, Jesse. Mm -hmm. And it, it seemed to work really good together, especially because I, 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 I mean, I have like a 2.6 attack speed. So it's unlocking, it's like nothing, and as long as there wasn't arcane, I could do it on MP10 with them. Um, it seemed kind of fun, so I, I made a barb, a, I budgeted a barb at 10 million, was able to make an MP10 barb in softcore for 10 mil, and I could I can do it perfectly once again unless there's arcane, which even with arcane, for the most part, I can I can stay alive. If I had a little bit higher DPS, I wouldn't have to worry at all, but I only have like 100k. Well, but it seems to be more than enough when you use Rasa Berserk and Spin the Wind. But, mm -hmm. you know, yesterday after that incident, I was doing it because I was kind of like, I don't know if, when everyone was talking about rollbacks and blah, 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 I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should play softcore because I really don't care what happens to me in softcore for a little bit in case servers disconnect or shut down and blah, blah, blah. And as I'm starting to do it, I'm like, yeah, I can't even enjoy this anymore now because if it was to roll back or if something, if the economy shot, I mean, what legendary am I gonna find softcore now that that's worth anything? It's gonna be like gonna make me excited, right? You know, unless you find a, the the best of the best you can sell it outside of softcore. Uh, what are you gonna sell it? if you want gold? What are you gonna sell it for? A hundred trillion gold? <laughs> or you know, unless you sell it for money. But 
Yeah. I don't personally, I, don't, I have no interest in doing that anyway. If I found an item, with the likelihood that I'm going to even find that anyway is so low. But, you know, that's pretty much why I play hardcore. The hardcore seems to be really good. It's doing really awesome. And let's see if I, I can't remember if I did anything. Oh, yeah. One more thing. I did pre-order um, Diablo 3 on the PS3. I was pretty excited about that. It seems like the game's going to be pretty cool. And I do play consoles, so at least one of us will be able to. I don't know. I can't remember if you guys are going to do that or not. But I um be able to tell everyone what's up so i'm gonna get that uh, infernal helm yeah to help out with experience so that's cool i don't know I, there's no obviously no release date yet or anything but it's kind of exciting i'll be able to check it out on the ps3 i, I originally thought about like saying nah i won't get it on ps3 but it does feel like it's going to be a different enough of a game that it'll be worth having it on two two areas plus you know I share a computer with my fiance so maybe they'll give her more time to play games she wants to use on the computer and I have a lot of people that don't have computers that are going to be really, really fun to play with uh, Diablo with, especially guys from back when I was doing, or when I was more involved with uh, the PlayStation Show podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of them guys that I never play with anymore, they like can't wait for me to come back and play with them again. And my brother and people that, like I said, don't have a computer. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. They got a lot of di- it's got a lot of different features. No auction house, so that's going to be really weird. Um, I don't know if it's going to have a hardcore mode, but if it does, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to start straight up playing hardcore. Um, it'll be, I'll probably have to be forced to do self-found, so <laughs> that'll be when I get to talk about that, which I'm not excited about that, but it'll feel really, like I said, self-accomplishment doing it. Um, I think they said there's going to be some kind of trading issue, but nothing, honestly, that's too early to really know anything how the trade's going to be. Hopefully it's not all on your own, but we'll see. Other than that, I think that's pretty much what I did in in game. I've been seeing a lot of new faces on Mumble. That's awesome. I'm talking to a lot more people. Like I said last night on Dead and Waiting, we, even though we had a crazy night of passionate talking to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some. We passion. actually did have a Max account, you know, so we got a, been seeing more and more people, and everyone's really cool to talk to. I've been seeing more people on the forums posting in the intros, so it's great, you know get to play hardcore get to talk a lot of this new stuff in 1.8 like broadcast messages i like in that yep and i can confirm that it is yeah. cross game so mm-hmm. yeah it is i, I noticed that Bro, I saw if you're listening to this Starcraft. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> never gonna start posting all this crazy messages oh yeah yeah conversational brazier and i will be able to talk cross game without having to private message each other he can be in WoW, I can be in Diablo, or vice versa, and it's going to be so much fun. We're, we're going to have so much fun, right, Christian? <laughs> oh, we're going to have a blast. I love those people oh, who good. don't like us talking over that. That's, that's even yeah. better. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> All right, so what I've been up to um, prior to 108 coming out, I was I was starting to feel, you know, a little of that burn, you know, coming back. It's like... I, I've been, you know, I've been primarily trying to get my hardcore self-found solo, no auction house wizard into Inferno. Uh, she's cleared Act 3 Hell, and I went into Act 4 Hell and almost got gibbed. And I was like, whoa, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> and it wasn't even, it wasn't even, you know, the most annoying monster type, you know. It wasn't the Mallet Lords, it wasn't the Angels, it was just one of those, um... What are they? I can't remember what they're called. But they're the guys that fall from the sky and like Oh the, noob killers. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. No one else. Will. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so so I was like, all right, let's go back to Act Three, where you know the only thing that can potentially get my heart racing is when I get vortexed into the middle of a molten pack on the stairs in you know in the Sky Crown battlement. That's so much fun. It is so much fun to almost die three times because of it. But anyways, get your heart pumping. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Then I decided, well, you know, once 108 comes out, I really want to get my wizard, my softcore wizard, up to Paragon 70 before I potentially go back to my hardcore wizard. No reason why, just as as to why I picked 70. You know, it's just a nice round number. You know, seven zero it ends in a zero, so it'll, I'll at least get a new portrait and then probably go back to my hardcore wizard more. But um, yeah, it's. I got her up to Paragon 62, and uh, last night I think I got her to 62 and a half, maybe 60% of the way through to 63. But the only other thing that is notable, worth mentioning, I should say, is um, I did I did another thing that I thought I would never do, and that was Brawl. I actually, um, uh, what was it? Was it Friday night? Yeah, it was last Friday night, and... I, I was drinking, so I wasn't playing my hardcore wizard. I was like, you know, I, I don't want—I don't want to have a drunken death. That—that that would be like the worst thing ever. Wake up with a hangover and then be like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would wake up and find their hardcore character wor- dead? Jeez. I don't know. <laughs> Can't be, imagine. Like, crazy talk. <laughs> I was a little worried about that this morning when I woke up, man. If you remember last yeah, night, so yeah, yeah <laughs> I was you like, had a couple check quick. But, um, if it's a few. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, nine pad, Mach one, and overtime were all brawling, and it sounded like they were just having, you know, a ton of fun. So I was like, you know what? Let's let's check out this brawling thing, and um, well. Here's here's my report, and this, mind you, this is before 108 and the buff that this skill got. Nerf fire bats, nerf them to the ground, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> no nerf. I mean, grant, granted, overtime has a paragon level 100 uh, witch doctor, so um, he's insanely geared, and he was just toying toying with us, but um, yeah. It was like even if the even if the fire bats came in my direction and they looked at me funny, I would die. You know, there there was just there was nothing I could do. It was just like oh dead, oh dead. But I got him a couple times. But <laughs> you know, it was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, I, I never thought I would brawl, and I did. And just like I never thought I'd play hardcore, and I did. But uh, <sighs> yeah. So. Um, other than that, I, I've been toying with the idea of starting some more alts in Hardcore. Just haven't gotten around to it. And with those alts, I will not be doing the self-found solo, no auction house restrictions. <laughs> you know? But I kind of don't... I kind of want to get my wizard into at least Inferno first. Or... Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Because, you know, if you start doing alts where you're not on the auction house, or using auction house, and your gold starts piling in faster and stuff like that... How do you consider that working as to use gems and to be up be able to upgrade because you're using the other guys to farm and stuff? In a way, a little bit, at least with gold. And yeah, well, yeah. If you'd have to get that guy there first before you could do the alts, you know, in your rules. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to get my wizard to Inferno and then start alts, probably. Mm. That's probably the way that I'll go about it. 
But um, yeah, so wow, we're we're well we're well into the show. So let's mention our <laughs> sponsor, which is I was I was about to say Mumble, but Mumble's not our sponsor. It is Audible. You know, it's somewhat similar sounding. Our sponsor is Audible. You can get a free audiobook from Audible by going to bit.ly/sspbook. Along or with your free audiobook, you will get a 30 month a 30 month. Wow, I am wow, off tonight. Wow, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> you will get a 30 day trial and you'll get access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal as well as any membership um, offer that they uh, sales and stuff like that that they offer so go to bit.ly slash ssp book to get your free audiobook today so okay um before we do jump into our uh community section i did want to mention that um we are now down to possibly possibly the last week that we're going to take submissions for the new intro contest which we only have one submission so far so um jamie's got a pretty good chance of winning this thing <laughs> which which is kind of ironic I wonder, I wonder when he's gonna use it um you know what yeah I mean? it's kind of ironic <laughs> um you, you'll, you'll have to listen to dead and waiting number five to really understand yeah. what i'm talking about with that <laughs> which will be coming out soon but um yeah so we the tentative closeout date for this contest will be may 17th obviously you know if say say you don't make it but you still create an intro send it to us you know if we like it we'll use it so yeah that that's that's that um also i did want to uh, apologize for the audio quality of our community roundtable patch 108 i don't know what happened with my recording levels it did not mesh well with mumble so i came out really not scratchy but my audio clipped quite a bit my personal local audio clipped so yeah yeah you know i it did sound pretty decent when i listened to it it wasn't terrible and it wasn't unlistenable but it was definitely not the quality that i would have liked so it can't be any worse than some of my dead and waiting episodes with all the echoing and everything else that i have no idea how to even touch up when it comes to editing so yeah (laughs) echoes are hard to get rid of Yep. Especially right. if you don't have it multi-track recorded, mm-hmm. so. But yeah, anyways, if it's all on so, one track, it's really hard to isolate something out. Yeah, so hopefully I'll get that resolved for the next time we do a community roundtable, and also maybe I should drink a little bit less, you know, while while doing the the show, because <laughs> I started slurring near the end. Whoa. Yeah, I, I do believe like Lyra called me a lush at one point, and I was like, oh, okay. And that, that wasn't during the roundtable, <laughs> but anyways. Okay, so let's move into our community feedback. And you know what? I did not identify who's going to do each of these. So I'll handle um, I'll handle the tweeters. Hey. So we our first tweet comes to us from Dave Deenforce Adams, otherwise known as at Deenforce on Twitter. Had a great night with Shattered Stone for their 108 community roundtable. Thanks for having me. And, well, let, let me just be the first to say we were super stoked to have you with us that night yeah yep the more the merrier it's always good uh, it's the first time i'd ever met him and it was cool yeah and i i came to realize last night 
that we for that I forgot to bring up one cool thing about 108 that was coming during that roundtable, which was the fact that crafting, you know, not not just the fact that you can do uh, you can do cues now for your crafting, so to speak, uh, or craft multiples, I should say. Um, you can also not have to have the reagents in, on your character. They can be in your stash. And I realized that last night. I was like, wait a second, I can craft 96 of these? I was like, oh, that's right. Totally forgot. And that is awesome, by the way. Yeah. I've been doing it, and it is awesome. Yeah, totally forgot <laughs> to mention that during the roundtable. Way cool. Oh, well. Yeah. Our next tweet comes to us from Jen's special person, Shano. And he says, at Shattered Stone, my barbarian smashes stands in fire is now in Act 4. Thanks in part to help from some of your show's awesome listeners. Yay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he, he probably awesome. sent that right after we stopped playing that night, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, this is our fourth attempt at trying to schedule this recording, and yay, it finally worked out. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so our our very next tweet also came from Shano, and he says, Typing Diablo into the Stitcher search box returns Shattered Stone as the first result. Nice. Yay. That's cool. So right. if you're on Stitcher, you shouldn't have any trouble at all finding us. Yeah. Although it was Actually, I was in Stitcher Games, and um, our podcast was like the third one oh, wow. on the Stitcher Games Ooh, list, nice. too. So oh, that's sweet. That's most popular. So that's that was awesome. Because hey. <laughs> there's a lot of game podcasts. You know? Wow. May maybe we have a lot of listeners listening to us through Stitcher. Well, I, I can think of about ten. Wow. Wow. Just that I know. So, well, hello to um, everybody on was, Stitcher, then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, because most, mo most of the people I know personally in my life that I get to listen to the show um, have Androids. So they a lot of them use Stitcher through that. Yeah. Stitcher is a great program. I, I don't use it because I have an iPod. I had an Android phone um, a while back before I went to this cruddy little 1970s phone, but I, I like Stitcher a lot. It works great. Yeah. So our next tweet comes to us from my good friend and, well, good friend of the show, Rillin Dune, and he says, At Shuttered Stone, I must clarify, I don't drink coffee because I hate the taste. And tea is... Of course, the superior beverage beverage of that ilk. I'm going to agree to disagree with you, Rill. <laughs> Sounds like you do that a lot. I started watching or listening to Heroically Random, and I listened to the episode that you did, like, way, like, to episode zero. Oh. <laughs> and I could just tell that you guys are funny. That's before I even met you. I didn't even realize that until you started talking about your ideas of Shattered Soulstone. So, yeah. <laughs> You two have I can't I actually can't wait to listen to some more of those. You guys got really good. Uh, oh my goodness! Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I I completely forgot to mention this before we jumped into the community section. So I apologize because we're going to um totally jump off of the tweeters for a second and say, hey, guess what? All of us are going to BlizzCon. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All of us. All four <laughs> of us. And and Sean. Yay. Yes. Yeah, he's going to. Yay. So you're going to have the entire team, yeah. everybody that's that you hear, and our editor. <laughs> we're all going to BlizzCon, and we're all super excited. Yeah. Okay, we've got I, an epic story for this stuff, right? So yes, we do. Yeah, we tried Wednesday night. They went on sale, and we're like, okay, just hit button down here. Book two computers, trying to work on it, and both of them like 
13,000, 14,000. Not even a chance. Not even going to make it. So there I am, like, oh, what that? So, of course, Nevik's there helping out, too. Nevik's trying to help and get tickets. And he doesn't get it either. He's, you know, a lot better. You were, like, what, 6,000? But still, uh, I think I was at 7,700 on Wednesday night. But it would, you know, and it's like, and it stopped at like 4,000. So none of us were even close. And I'm thinking to myself, like, we're not going to go. Oh, well. You know, and I'm not feeling great. Then I got my friend Kevin to go on. And this guy, he's like an IT guy, right? And so he logs on, you know, Nevix on Skype with us on Saturday morning. And he goes, okay, so he logs on to his WoW account to some sort of West Coast server. He's like, okay. I've got this, and he synchronizes his computer and uh, talks to it. And, like, we're talking and stuff. Nevik goes to get a coffee. I'm like, I'm sweating bullets because, like, less than a minute. I'm like, Nevik's not going to get back in time. We're not going to get it again. And then um, Kevin goes 10, 9, and Nevik's like, I'm here. And then as you said that, and then Kevin's like, 1. And as soon as he said 1, he was like, go ahead. And, like, he said 1. And then we hit it. Three of us got in, like, within the first thousand. I'm like, oh my gosh. Nice. It's great to have a friend that's in IT. He's awesome. Like, great. So anyways, yes, we got tickets. We even got extra tickets that we could for Sean and and Jen. So uh, everybody's going. We're going to have such a great time. Yeah. And we were so happy that you did get them too because our attempts at trying to get into tickets were full of fails. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what made the massive difference between Wednesday and Saturday in our queue position was... Um, there's this uh, there's this little drop-down menu where you can select the quantity of tickets you want to buy. Mm -hmm. Well, if you bother to change that at all, you are not going to get tickets. Nope. Because um, what you have to do is you immediately have to click continue to get into the queue, and you, you're gonna you're gonna be thinking, but I want to buy more than one ticket. Well, you can as soon as as your position in queue comes up you can change the quantity mm -hmm. so this was this has been mentioned on numerous wow podcasts because you know there haven't been too many diablo podcasts especially around the time when you know blizzcon is actually happening so um yeah for for next year if you want to have a better chance at getting blizzcon tickets make sure you don't bother changing that quantity because if you do that's it you're you're you're, you're no, nowhere close to getting in queue and so the the funny my funny anecdote from all of that was um so saturday morning i get back you know i, I have my coffee in hand in hand and i hear and, and it's like okay it's go time right now okay all right and i can't remember what position i got i think i was in i think it might have been around six thousand maybe oh. five oh my god that's right and I was like, oh, well, that's great. I, sorry guys, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to b get any extra tickets myself. So I was like, oh, oh well. And, um, but then, you know, tickets were still available, and I was, I was under a thousand. I'm like, okay, all right. There's still like, there's still about fifteen. I, I forget the exact percentage. There was still like maybe fifteen, twenty percent left. And I was like, okay, this, this is doable. And then I got to as close as position four in queue, and then items in your cart have been sold out. I was like, oh, because I was just about to tweet. I was <laughs> oh, like, wow. I was about to tweet. I was like, hey, does anybody out there need any extra? Does anybody need a ticket? You know, and I was about to tweet that, and then it clicked over, and I was like, 
Oh, okay, well, it's a good thing I didn't tweet that. Mm-hmm. That's just heartbreaking, you know, to get that close and to have it go, nope. Yeah, but yes, all, all of us are going to BlizzCon, and the reason why I hijacked our Twitter section is because Real and Dune is also going, and potentially Yay. going to be st staying in the same room with with uh, Lantonio and I, so... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> That's a bad right there. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting experience. It's going to be a celebration. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to have so much fun that whole weekend. I mean, we've got to There's going to be a lot like... of role-playing. Okay, I wasn't going to go there, but... Um, <laughs> I was going to go with the fact that, you know, we should try to do some sort of a small show or something to recap in the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we, we certainly will be, but we have six months to figure that out. Thank of course. You. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay, so let, let's get back to the tweeters because, wow, this is going to be a long show. Okay, so Rillin Dune continues um, with his next tweet. Uh, at Shattered Stone, however, I must withdraw my previous fist bump to the Brasia for his scandalous remarks about the Nectar of the Gods, a.k.a. beer. And, yeah. Whatever. I'm st I'm still pretending like it didn't happen. Whatever. <laughs> Won't catch any beer on my lips. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rillandune, he had to complete a trifecta, at least right here. Uh, and he finishes <laughs> off with a PS, like a balls. <laughs> and, th and then Brasia responded to Rillandoon and said, Apology accepted. <laughs> and then Medros <laughs> responded to Rill's beer tweet and, and, oh my goodness, I forgot that Medros said this. He said, you mean horse urine? Oh my oh. goodness, Medros. Really? <laughs> really? Horse urine? Okay, I, I can understand if you're, like, drinking Budweiser, but come on. You know, there's really good beer out there. And then, so, yeah, Rillandoon had to respond to that and say blasphemy and then of course Medros <laughs> responded back and th yeah this is kind of conversational isn't it and he says sorry <laughs> not a beer fan give me a glass of crown and coke and I will be happy and it's like okay alright and then Brazia jumps in and he takes the conversation <laughs> on a different tangent and he says oh boy guess I will be I will just be buying Nevik James some white wine and then okay Sean, if you're listening, <laughs> let's break it out because it's going to come up here. Uh, Medros says, um, nah, red, him and real. And actually, you know what? I think I altered that. I think it was actually red, red wine. Red, red wine. Okay, Yay. so then Real and Dune responded to that and he said, an Irish red ale for me? Why, thank you kindly, sir. Don't mind if I do. And then Medros finishes off the conversation. Oh, wait. Oh, here, here it is. All right. Bonus. Bonus Neil Diamond. Here we go. And a glass of red, red wine. Cue's music. Red, red wine. Love you, Rel. And Medros. So, okay. So then we got some tweets from some other folks. We got one from E.G. Ace Fisher 1, and he says... Feedback on my Diablo Barbarian gear would be very much appreciated. And he included a link to his Google Plus album. Um, so all we got to see was like his character sheet stuff. We didn't get to see what his gear was 
Um, I do believe he was going to provide a link to his profile, but I, at that at this time, I I haven't seen it. So yeah, just send us a tweet with a link to your Battle.net profile, and then then we can really give you some good feedback on your barbarian gear. At least uh, Lanternio can. <laughs> I don't even know what a barbarian is. Mine only dies in hardcore. Aww. Aww. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it did, didn't it? <laughs> While I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's too bad. While you're sleeping, yeah. <laughs> That'll learn me. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, artist formerly known as the Real J French, now known as Hometown Hero 008. <laughs> <artist> formerly known. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that fits him, too, like. Perfect. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> he, and he, he uh. tweeted at us, uh, listening to Dead and Waiting, loving every second of it, and hate that I missed it. And uh, then he finishes off, also, Nevik James, I liked the cutaway. And who doesn't yeah, love it when it cut in? Chris. <laughs> 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 but that's another story. You know, I think Jesse even realized how good the episode was. Mm -hmm. As soon as he realized he wasn't in it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had to give him so much crap in that episode. He had him without any ability to protect himself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next tweet comes to us from Deladria, which I think he's. I think Tor. That's. Torak. That's Torak, by the way. I think he actually yeah. changed his Twitter to his uh, Battle.net. It's like Torak. Um, I forget the numbers, but uh, oh, I can cool. look it up right here. Uh, Torak. 1714 is what he is on Twitter now. Um, he says, Just finished Roundtable 2, which was the uh, 108 Roundtable. I love the Street Fighter sound effect instead of the beep. Maybe next time I'll be on time. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> showed up at the very tail end of that Roundtable. I wonder if Torek likes the new cut-in. The new cut-in? For the dead and waitings. For the uh, oh, edits. For... Yeah, Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> soundbite. Jamie, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So our last tweet comes to us from Lylira, and her tweet is kind of cryptic, and she just says, Newt? <laughs> Newt. And, I yeah. don't get it either. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I don't it, know. To it, it was in response to the tweet from, from that I sent out from our account show account um, that we've been busy. Uh, with and that was announcing the uh, posting of the roundtable. Ah. So, but I, I I I still don't understand the context and maybe I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm losing some geek points right now. But oh well. That's okay. I lost it too. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we have some emails and I I love I love when we get emails. If you want to email the show, send your emails to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. <laughs> I mentioned the email address before we got to the closing. Yay. Nicely done. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the first email comes to us from Torak. Brasia, can you do the honors? I certainly can. This is an email from Torak. Hello, my fellow Soulstoners. I've been listening to the old episodes of the podcast, and they are really good. Helps to pass the time while driving to or from work. I can't remember which episode in particular, but there was an instance where Jen mentioned the word slancha. 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 Mm -hmm. And it got his mm -hmm. attention. Coming from a family who emigrated from Scotland to America a long time ago, it was an 
awesomely cool to hear the words pronounced correctly. On a personal Yay. side note... <laughs> on a personal side note, to any other Scottish listeners, Alba Gubrath, uh, which closely translate to Scotland forever. But I digress. <laughs> I'd like to already get ready. While listening to <laughs> some of the dead and waiting episodes, I had a recent change of heart. Having played since ye old days of Diablo, I had always held the view that playing a hardcore character was utter nonsense and a complete waste of time. After hearing the fun the hosts and the guests were having, I had to rethink this viewpoint. Since then, I have made a hardcore character, and with the help of a few members of the Soulstone community, Jesse and Ninepad in particular, I have attained the awesome rank of level 60 and can play Inferno. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've been playing a lot with Torak. He is very fun to talk with, very fun to play with, and enjoying his. Uh, I believe he is also running a um, witch doctor. Oh, so. I love him. So, uh, Torak goes on. It truly is an amazing thing <laughs> to find such a community of helpful and friendly gamers who enjoy the spirit of gaming over the let's make fun of the noob mentality which seems to be so prevalent in many of today's popular games. Thank you, really. Thank you for creating and fostering a great community of gamers and online friends who can come together after a long day of work and relax, ease some stress, and just enjoy the game for the love of playing the game. Here, here. Yay. I will continue. All right. I'm sorry. Torak is a wizard. I just want to say that before he screams at me in case he doesn't like uh, which Torak. Torak. Man. Yeah, never mind. That's okay. I'm going to blame this one on Antonio <laughs> for getting my hopes up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe he has <laughs> I will continue to listen to the podcast and hope to see you all in Sanctuary soon. Oh, and congrats on the thing coming up, to which we aren't supposed to mention, but you guys are to get to participate in, in California later this year. Way cool. Sincerely, Torak. Yeah, I think that's BlizzCon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really cool to actually meet some of the people that play the game that we've played with but haven't met yet, you know? When we oh, go. absolutely. Cool. Yeah, just don't be offended when Jen sprays you from head to toe in disaffectant before you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, my allergies aren't that bad. You know, it, it should be... Let me correct you. Don't be offended if Jen is stoned out of her mind on antihistamine so she can breathe at BlizzCon. That's more of what's going to happen. <laughs> you know? Don't be offended if my smart smart Alec mentality brings you a bottle of Benadryl or something. Yeah. smart Alec. Really That's, bad hey, Benadryl's good. Alec. Benadryl's good. <laughs> Yeah, so if Jen spontaneously falls asleep, also don't be offended. Yeah, you know. <laughs> don't take it personal. It's, you know. Or if she starts robotting I, in front running... of you, it's just normal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm taking a big risk being in a large crowd of people with God knows what allergens on them, you know, for a long period of time. But it's worth it to go to BlizzCon and see everybody. Yeah. It'll be worth it, even if I catch con crud. Yeah. Uh, those, those oh, I'm sure I'm going to catch after. that. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind it will have Concrud for two weeks afterwards, but, you know, mm. that's okay. So <laughs> I, I guess we should make sure that we record enough stuff to last us at least two weeks. Yes, <laughs> if you want me to participate, because I won't have a voice after that for a yeah. while. So <laughs> I'm next... not exaggerating. Sadly, I'm not. Uh, yeah. yeah, sadly, mm -hmm. she's not. 
So our next email comes to us from Master Doe, and considering the affinity to the Demon Hunter, Jen, would you do the honors? Of course. So Master Doe writes, Dear Soul Stoners, uh, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. He says, You wanted news from my hardcore melee demon huntress? Well, she was kind of asleep for not far from a year now. But she wrote you some words. So here's what his demon huntress says. You know me as, well, no name, I guess, since I never got a real one. You know I was made for surviving as well as I could, overcoming challenges one after the other. Since the challenge makers went down, I was resting, never sleeping, but waiting for another reason of living, another mission to stand for, another path to go. Then it came to me. There are some things in this world that should not exist. There are some things in this world that should get back to their demonic masters. There are some that I should take into account. And I will. I'll be the one. Follows that up with, The one assassin to find them all. The one assassin to hunt them. The one assassin to kill them all. And to the darkness of hell bind them. I have no name, but I have a duty to this world. That's my mission. Wow, that's creative. (laughs) I really like that. That's awesome. I I can tell that Master Doe is a fan of Tolkien. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definite definite Tolkien flavor in there. Um, He continues the email with, Some unique monsters are still missing on my list to complete the achievement. As you can imagine, I've got someone for this kind of job. Love you all, Master Doe. Aww. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. We get some, like, creative Diablo writing in there, too. How fun. Nice. Thank you, Master Doe, and please, please keep us apprised of all of your melee demon huntering, even if it's not your hardcore one. But I'm glad to hear that your hardcore melee demon hunter is not dead. Very, very glad to hear that. So our last email comes to us from Commander Bird in Lantonio. Can you do the honors? Yes, he says, Commander Bird here, and now level 60 demon hunter, thanks to Nevik and one uh, other. When I, when I get in game, I look at my friends list and see who is on, that I know from Shattered Solson, and always say hello, and ask them how they are, and that is true. Diablo 3 is a good game, but not playing with people you know makes it the great game. When I got to 60, I had to get some red red wine to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know. What happened to Memoriam? The, the moratorium. Now, moratorium. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of broke it. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, if Medro says so. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. <laughs> if he really wants it, you're gonna get it, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> now to make. Uh, not to make Nevik or now to make Nevik a little mm-hmm. mad. I want to start a hardcore character and see how I do. Someone told me that a witch doctor, I mean a puke doctor, is a good class because of dogs and other creatures he can use. I started one, but if you think another class is better, I will change. Love the show and the community. Wizard. And I think I was in there when he started. I, I believe it was Commander Bird. Actually, his, his de- or witch doctor actually did die. Uh. And I believe he started another one. I don't think he went with the... Because he was talking about possibly going with the wizard instead. But I'm, I believe he started another witch doctor, but don't quote me on that because I can't remember. But I, I, I was in game with him and Ninepad for a while. Oh, so it's so. your fault for killing it. <laughs> no, Ninepad is. I, we, like we said in Dead and Waiting, Ninepad's the cursed one. Everybody dies when Ninepad's in the game. Really? <laughs> Ouch. 
Yeah, we actually have had a lot of us have had um, like been touched by the curse of night. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm oh. kidding, Paul. It's okay. I think he was one of the people that came in and helped me and Sean like in the last couple of weeks, and nobody died, so maybe the curse is over. Maybe. They but we weren't, we weren't playing hardcore though. Exactly. You could have died in there and not uh, remembered and cared. Oh, yeah. Well, Well, thank you, everybody, for sending us emails. I I imagine our next show, um, episode 40, will be full of uh, probably some commentary on what happened yesterday. And, you know, that's perfectly fine. You know, by by next week, I'm sure a lot of the fallout, you know, all all of it will have settled and we'll be back to playing the game for fun again and not worrying about such things as what happened yesterday. But, um, yeah, so we... I, I'm going to abbreviate this, our, our last section of the show. Um, obviously, you know, Patch 108 came out yesterday. Um, Blizzard also announced the uh, winning fan art, uh, and they moved it to the media gallery, and um, I do believe that there was... Uh, it was... Pr- it was dominated by barbarians. Yep, lots of barbarians in there. Yeah. Rawr. And yeah. Uh, I mean, I can see why though, because if you're gonna draw like a hero class with like a you know, you want one with like a giant axe or weapon or something, and there's something about the barbarian that just, I don't know, I think it'd be more fun to draw. Yeah. Mm, sexy. Yeah. And um, then there, Blizzard also shared a. Reddit thread on uh, why can't we just be friends? Oh my, really? Well, it, it's a thread. <laughs> it's a thread to help foster people finding other people to play the game with. So, you know. Oh they well, just... they should just come here then. You know, some somebody yeah. should get on Reddit and <laughs> say, we, "There's this podcast." You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come well, join us. Yeah. But you know, given the fact that I like to, you know, foster not just our community, but you know, just goodwill amongst Diablo players in general. You know, mm-hmm. send yeah. people over there. Oh, I'm not saying I, I'm like sure you know. Some people will come over here, and you know, exactly like the whole sharing kind of thing. You know, I'm not saying wipe out the other community. You know? <laughs> but, Reddit, yeah, you must die. Much. Oh wait, no, just. <laughs> but uh, other than that, there were some. There were two really cool fan arts that were posted. Well, actually, I guess a third, although it's not fan art in the, you know, like the hand-drawn kind of sense. But uh, the first one, uh, wow, hi, Nolan. And bye, Nolan. Well, there he goes again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Silly boy. Uh, The first one was of Tyrael, and that was by Chao Yen Zhu. And the next, if you want to see these, we'll include links, but they're... We'll also include the pictures in our show notes. Uh, the other one was of um, by Crimson Nemesis, and I think it was just fan art of Diablo, if I remember correctly. And then the third one, which I'm sure Lantonio is going to be a huge fan of, was this uh, um, uh, what, what craft, essentially. Uh, somebody created Mephisto's skull using like uh, modeling putty and clay and some paper mache to check those out. I haven't awesome. looked at them yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah Crimson cool. Nemesis stuff isn't just like just a portrait of Diablo. It's like a lot of the characters done not quite in the style of like chibis, but close. Oh right, that's they're, right. They're like cute. Yeah, they're adorable. Yeah, it, yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've looked at that. Um, so yeah, it, a whole bunch of cute Diablo 
fan art. You know? Very, very cute. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not, it's not quite chibis, but it's very close. It's it's its own thing, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then be sure to check out Tadasinke's uh, latest edition of the New Tristam News. Hopefully, you're subscribing to it. Um, and other than that, in, in terms of like news sources, I guess you could say. Um, Red Team Gaming finally came came out of the shadows to give us part 18 of the State of Diablo 3. Um, I will preface this with uh, the fact that um, Sib might have been drinking a little bit, so his tongue was a little loose, and there might be some language. I I kind of said that there were lots of that there was lots of language, not quite as much as what was passionate language as what was said last night, but um, still not safe for work, so. Listen to it at your own discretion, I suppose. Um, but and last but not least, I did want to mention this amazing story um, by uh, of a 50-year-old lady who plays a hardcore barbarian by the name of Galx, I guess is how you'd pronounce that. And this and this was a care of Xanth over at uh, Xanth, I should say, over at Diablo Inc. Gamers. He does this article series called One Life to Live because all, that's all he does. He plays hardcore. So um, he interviewed her and this it's just a incredible story of near death and deaths of two other people and then almost a third death of somebody who came in to rescue her. So go check it out. We're going to include a link in the show notes. And it got me really fired up about hardcore. I'm like, you know what? I'm really glad I started playing hardcore. And I, I it's know, well written too. I mean, it puts you right at that moment. It's a really good rendition of what happened. Yeah. So I highly suggest if anybody's still on the fence about playing hardcore, give that article, that article in particular, a look, and uh, also follow Xanth in his series One Life to Live. It it, it may just make you a hardcore convert. If listening Maybe, to us yeah. isn't enough. So. Right. The other cool thing about this is this is a 54-year-old woman playing. So, yeah, there are girl gamers out there, and they're not all 15, you know? And also, yay, I'm not the oldest girl gamer out there <laughs> playing T3, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that's kind of cool. But, um, you know, I, I've i been in-game and looking at just, I guess, the regular chat that flows by, and it's clear that there are some people out there that really, really think that there are no women anywhere watching this based on what they're saying. And yeah. We're out and there, guys. Jen's we're not impressed. Aw. So with Jen roboting, I think that's a sign as any that we should close out this show. Can I throw one thing in Okay. Quick? <laughs> it's not going to take me. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, there is a few uh, intros to do, and just so anyone knows, because I know I'm a couple back, I will uh, read those out on Deading Waiting at the end of Episode 5, since Episode 5 is really short to catch us up. Um, so after uh, Episode 5 ends, because I'm in the process of editing it right now, and should be done tonight, um, stay tuned for like a couple seconds after, and I'll throw in a couple of them intros right there. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Brazia? have anything uh zombie turkeys zombie turkeys and potentially maybe jen's recovered i don't know does it sound better now a little bit better not not quite Mm -hmm. quite so great so i will like i said just close out the show so 
Thank you, everybody. You have been listening to episode 39 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you have missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulStone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with all of our other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tag page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. This show is powered by you, the listeners, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, and questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Other than that, we love Twitter. Come join us and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I am at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. Finally, we would like to extend a huge thank you to Dawnforge Productions and Medros for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm going to be running around and trying not to die in MP3 and Inferno. There's monsters everywhere. I'll be back later. I've got to go dupe some zombie turkeys. Oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> Red, red wine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you'll love. Oh, no. We are completely off the rails. Show has officially fallen apart. This is just a taste of what it's going to be like in November. Shake it up, Brazier. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Shaking it. <laughs> Wizards don't shake. Well, that's why I'm not a wizard. Shake, I shake. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies like to shake their nev. <laughs> All right, l- let's stop our recording. This is getting silly. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.